Hello and welcome to today's episode of Combo Drop. In today's episode we're just going to be talking about life and my photography. These are the years when a man changes into the man he's going to become the rest of his life. Just be careful who you change into. When I first heard these words in Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, I never really took much from it. Like, I was a kid, I didn't really care, I just wanted to see Spider-Man. But now, as an 18-year-old, it's it holds more right now. Especially because I'm at that moment now where I, I'm going to become the man who I'm going to be for the rest of my life. I have these goals and I need to make sure that I'm on the way of being a person that I could respect and others could respect. You know, if I could look back at myself, would I say this guy is a dickhead and I shouldn't have been like that? I don't want that to happen. I don't want, say, my descendants to look at me in a weird way thinking that yeah he was a fucking dickhead i don't want anything to do with him i I don't want that all right i don't want something like that to happen to me where my own family from years down the line will denounce me and disown me i don't want that i think right now it's good to figure out who i want to be you know look at everyone i look up to and see what the good aspects of them were and the bad aspects of them like look at Malcolm X and looking at Muhammad Ali you know all these people that I look up to uh, Terry Crews for example as well Um, I have to look up to all these people and see what things I could take from them to create the person I want to be that's what I want to do I want to be someone that is well respected and has a good legacy where I will be respected by family members down the line. I want that. I don't want to be someone who will be disowned. And is it fear for me to become something that I hate? You are the main character of your life, right? That's something that's been said multiple times. So are you going to end up being the good guy or the villain? Are you going to be the Tony Stark or are you going to be Thanos? That's like the two examples I can think of right now and to me I want to be remembered for who I am and what I've accomplished that's what I want I want someone to look back at my life and say he was a great person I want to be like him I love his work I wish I could bring my work up to his type of level I want that for my photography I want that so much. I want to be someone who is remembered for who they are and the work they've done to change this world. May it be materialistic wise or on a philosophy level. Is that the right word? I don't know. Um, Theological level, I think that's the right word. Either way, I want to be that person and I'm having to now make those choices in my life where if I look back now I don't want any regrets that's something that I'm gonna have to deal with from now on but I also have to stay true to myself in that aspect as well because something that I take great pride in might bring shame but as long as it makes me happy that's all I care about that's all I should care about 
my happiness at the end of the day. I shouldn't have to care about certain things like shame like that. But everyone is ashamed of that racist in their family. Everyone is ashamed of it. Right. No one likes the racist in the family. No one likes that. I don't want to be that person, especially down the line. I don't want to be that. So I'm looking at a way through my life, these paths I could take to be the person I want to be. Along with that, there's also the financial side. I need to make sure that I don't make some stupid decision like Peter Parker did in Into the Spider-Verse. I don't want to do some stupid decision that would end up making me even more poor than I already am. Like I'm working class at the moment. I don't want to go down into poverty. I have to try my best to go up the level of the class system at least. I need to try and get myself a little bit higher because that is something that I have to work towards. I have to, you know, learn to save certain things. I need to know how to budget better. I need to know how to do these taxes for certain things I, it's it's a lot to, to think about at 18 and i know a lot of people don't really give two shits about this at 18 most people at 18 are too busy living their lives or going to these parties where corona is lurking around which thank god i'm an introvert i do not like having to go to parties to me a party is just eight people that, to me, is plenty. Any more than eight is too much. But I have to make sure that I'm not stupid when it comes to money. I don't want to do something that will end up destroying my credit score and make it zero. I want to get into the good area. You know, I need to make sure that whatever I do financially now isn't going to hinder me down the line. I have to make sure I'm smart about this. I can't go in, like, blind. I have to be really smart. I have to be calm, collected. I have to make sure that whatever I'm doing, I'm doing it with the right headspace. And that's something that I need to make sure that I'm doing correctly. 100%, I need to make sure that whatever I do right now in my life doesn't, doesn't come back to haunt me. It doesn't come back to stab me. It, it doesn't really destroy me down the Once ghosts could come back to haunt them for the rest of their lives and I don't want that to happen to me. I don't want the actions that I've done previously to come back and destroy the life that I've created. I don't want that. I don't want the stupid decisions I've made to come back and just destroy every single bit of progress I made. I don't want that. I need to make sure that I am very smart when it comes to the money. I have to make sure that I'm not being some stupid idiot. And that means that in terms of being a freelancer, I have to do that on the side and make sure I have a nice stable job. I have to make sure that I got a good stable job with money coming in and then doing these freelancing things on the side because freelancing doesn't really pay the bill that well. And you can't really rely on it as much as a stable job because with freelancing, it all depends on how much customers you have. And if you don't have a lot like a lot of people do during this pandemic a lot of freelancers are struggling right now if you're a model photographer filmmaker you are struggling and relying on people to click click on your videos click on your photos give you likes um, go through your affiliate links there's a lot of other 
stuff that you have to do as a freelancer in order to have a good steady flow. You can't have, you know, just YouTube or just filmmaking. You have to have other streams of, in, of um, what's it called? Um, I'm forgetting the word now. <laughs> um, revenue, that's it. You have to have other forms of revenue coming in to make that type of life state. A good stable job you know you have to make sure that your life is stable in that aspect and with something like a good stable job as a network engineer for example a network engineer job is very stable that type of job will take you down the line everywhere and you earn quite a bit of money from that anyway and that's what i'm hoping to do i'm hoping to get into the networking i'm hoping to become a network engineer and then also do my photography my video and even this podcast on the side and that's something that I have to try and do right now I'm in college learning to become a network engineer so I have to make sure that I have all my education stuff down and make sure that I do have my photography video and even this podcast I have to make sure this keeps going because this is a good outlet for me to talk to and it gives me a good creative space I have to also make sure that in the future I'm the person that my kids will respect. If I do eventually have them, I want them to look up to me like, this is my dad, I'm happy this person is my dad. I don't want to be the dad that everyone hates, you know. I don't want to be that dad that the kid moves away from and never contacts again because he's an f- absolute dickhead. I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be that. So... You have to make sure that whatever you do in your life, you have to make sure that the person that you raise don't actually look at you and say, this person is toxic and I don't need them in my life. I don't want to be removed from someone's life like that. I have to make sure that I am not a... What's the word? I keep forgetting my words now. Um, I have to make sure that I'm not this body that is just embedding toxicity into everything. I want to be a person that even a younger version of me would respect. And that is something that I want so much. I want that and that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to live a life now where if I look back at it, if I, make, if I have an autobiography, people will be like, I look up to this person, I want to be like him or somewhat similar to him. That is something that I want to try and be like for now. But you you see all these people not wearing masks and everything. And they're just throwing a fit about it. And I don't want to... They, you know that their relatives don't want any affiliation with that person. Right? And I don't want that to happen to me. That's one fear that I don't want to have come to life so I'm trying my best now to make sure that type of situation doesn't happen to me and that I am a good person and I am loved that is something that I want that's something that I am working towards that's something that has to become reality and I have to try my best to make sure I don't do something stupid for, for that to become a reality people can end up like that and I don't want that to happen to me Right, I don't want to end up like that at or I don't want that to happen. 
When it comes to photography, I have to say I have struggled a bit. I'm not going to lie, I've struggled a bit. And that's mainly due to the fact of trying to get the photos right for the grid and having those uploaded at, at the right time and having the right hashtags, right tags and everything. I have struggled in that aspect because what I used to do, I used to just upload randomly and now I'm trying to actually do a consistent... I'm trying to be more consistent with the photos, making sure that the themes of the photo line up together, the subjects somewhat relates to everything else in the grid. I'm, I'm trying very hard, but the problem is, is the fact that, you know, sometimes you've got these really good photos and you just want to upload them, but you can't because it's not the right time. And it would just mess up the way the grid works and everything. And that's the problem I've been having. It's it's definitely a, a first world problem. I, I'll say that for a fact. 100% a first world problem. But it's my problem a bit. An issue is for me is the fact that even though I have like 200 and something followers, I don't really get that many likes. I don't... That's my problem. I need to try to get more likes on those photos because if I don't get the recognition on Instagram, then those brands won't really contact me and we won't really do much. Now, obviously, I have companies, like local businesses around me but considering that the fact that the way COVID is working at the moment and the situation that the whole world is in, it's not really a good idea to do that. It's best to work with certain brands, which you would... What's the best way to put this? It's best to work with brands who sell products through an e-commerce site. That's the best thing to do during these type of situations, but I don't really have that. I don't have the luxury. I mainly do photography just as a hobby, but it would be nice to actually earn some money from it. I do eventually plan on making a, a... I do plan on making a photo book and eventually selling that to people, but if I don't really get a lot of people, you know, following me, liking the photos, then there's no point. I am going to run a poll on my Instagram and Twitter to see if people do want that. Because I am working on it. I... And somewhat there is all street photography photos of Newport and it's all combined together from 2019 up to whenever I really finish up the project when I feel that it's is up to standard that's when I'm going to make it and eventually show it off to everyone and if people want to see it more I'll get more made and obviously that will cost money so however much I is make them of then also increase it to make sure I make profit from it because obviously that's how capitalism works now I have to make sure that it's not really a waste the first one's going to be definitely for myself but if if you like want to buy it that's really up to you now the way that I would probably have to sell it is through the website which by the way is in the show um, show notes down below so if you guys want to buy one, um, that'd be good. I'll make sure that I have something up on, up on the website once it's ready. If you guys want to buy it, that is. But I have to know for a fact that people want to buy it because making a product with no target audience and no one's going to buy it, then you're basically wasting money there. 
I'm better off at the moment making just one. If you guys want some, then that's good. I'll make some. That's just how it's going to be. But uh, you guys won't really want to buy a product that hasn't really been made yet. And until I get it made, you won't, you won't really see it. And that's for a fact. So far, I have gotten some photos already. But I haven't really got enough where I could, for a fact, say that, yeah, it's ready to be made. I haven't got that many photos yet. I got about 24, which if you... And so 24 isn't really enough for a photo book, in my opinion. It's going to be very small, So, but I want it to be a lot more thicker than that. And I'm only putting in good street photography photos in there. So that's what's going to be in there. All the good street photography photos are going to be in there. And how I'm going to lay it out. I need to plan that out. I need to also make sure that whoever I get it from is a good value that I get the book made from. I got to choose the vendor who I will get it from to get it made. Now, I could make it myself, but doing it by hand is a lot more difficult and it won't be up to the same level of quality as if I got someone else to make it. A third party company making it would be a lot better because of the higher level of quality. But I have to make sure that the company I'm getting it from is up to standard and something that I like. If I don't like it, I'm not going to sell it. And I have a if a creator makes something and they don't like it, then there's no point in creating it. So that's what I need to do. I got to make the product before I set it. I got to make sure I like it. And then if a lot of you want to get one, then I'll set something up. But at the moment, there's nothing at the moment in terms of the product, except expectations right now and just planning it out and making everything all the photos, I have to get those in. I've already designed the front and back covers. I might change the back cover later on. I don't know. I may do. It's really up. Depends, really. I do know that the size I wanted to be is an 8x8. So that's uh, 8 inches by 8 inches. That's the regular size photo, photo book. So I'm going to be using that. But I had to make sure that whoever I get made by is a good company. I have some in mind, but I don't, I haven't really checked them out yet. So I need to check those companies out first and see what their prices are to make sure that, you know, it's not going to be like, say, £50. Because I don't think anyone's going to spend over £50 on a photo book. It needs to be a price tag that I'm comfortable with. And if I'm comfortable with that price tag, you guys will be comfortable with the price tag as well. That's just how it is. When it comes to my actual photography though, I have been looking back at it all the way back to 2016, 2015. Those are the times where I first started and looking at how I got to now. It's a night and day difference for, for a fact. My photography when I first started was goddamn awful. I literally took a picture of anything and just slapped on a Instagram filter and it did not look good. Composition was bad, there was a lot of dead spaces. And it just looked awful. I don't know what I was thinking at the time. I clearly wasn't. But I'm glad now that my level of photography is so much better than what I started off with. And if you guys want to see it, it's all on my Instagram. Saeed Ahmed 40 on Instagram. So that's S A E E D A H M E D 
0140 and that's on Instagram. You could also go into the show notes and just click the link here. There's also a link to my Instagram in the website as well. So if you guys want to see that, you guys could. I do recommend though, if you are getting into photography, always look at that photographer's early work and then look into their latest work. You will see oftentimes a huge difference between the earliest work and the latest work. You can see there's been a, a massive progress and that's what my Instagram represents and I want to make sure that you guys are actually liking the content I'm making and if I don't like the content then I'm not going to make it myself. I've also been trying to upload more to YouTube so hopefully that could go up. Currently I am uploading the video but there's been some problems uploading it because of the internet so that should be up soon. I do think you guys will like the video though. I have been trying to increase the quality that I put into my videos on YouTube. Mainly in the audio department I've been experimenting between using my phone for the mic because I don't actually have a mic I can use to plug into the camera so I'm having to use my phone right now. Um, I have in the video I have used the built-in mics on the camera at the start but later on I do use the actual phone for audio so hopefully that is a lot better than what it actually is. I like the video myself I, I like what I created I just hope that you know, you guys appreciate it as well. That's just something I wish you guys have appreciation for the work I'm creating. And if not, then oh well, that's my problem, isn't it? It's my problem to bear. And if I create something I like, and that's all that matters to me. But if you guys do want some, say, better content. Um, I would highly appreciate you follow me on Instagram and Twitter and just whenever I have a poll or questions Q&A moment on Instagram interact with me and if on Twitter you can just simply tweet at me and I'll try and get to you as soon as I can. I know this podcast may be a little bit short today and I'm sorry for that it's just not a lot of stuff that I can really do for a podcast. You know, it's just me. I'm not really talking to anyone else. It's just me talking into the mic. And that, that that's really all of it. And although this is helping me with the way I speak. So that's one good thing. So that's the one nice thing about having a podcast. Is that it fixed. You oftentimes would fix the way you speak. And it helps in day-to-day life. And also, this does help me in the fact that my YouTube audio quality will also be a lot better too. I wasn't planning to put this into the podcast, but recently DC Fandom, so that's DC's event where they show off all the stuff that they're going to do in the comics, animated stuff, figurines, movies, all that type of stuff. So they just recently done it, and what they announced were the Snyder Cut, so for those who don't know what the Snyder Cut is, that's the Zack Snyder version of Justice League. So back in 2017, the Justice League film was actually halfway done, was half done by Zack Snyder and half done by someone else. 
this was because Zack Snyder had to leave production because of a death. His daughter died, and it's completely understandable. You know, but now that we actually are getting Snyder cut, I am happy to see what the Justice League film will actually be. I I didn't watch the original, so hopefully now I can actually watch Justice League with the Snyder cut. Now it is on Netflix, but that's the original. It's not the Snyder cut, so I'm not gonna watch the one on Netflix. We also got a trailer for Wonder Woman 1984, so that's the second Wonder Woman film. So this obviously takes place way before the events of Man of Steel and um, Batman vs Superman, Justice League. It takes place way before then, but obviously it takes place after the first Wonder Woman film. So this is gonna be actually pretty cool to see. I know that the the way they're actually directing it now, the look of the film as well, is a lot different to the previous ones. As I say, Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman is 100% accuracy. Like, I can't really picture anyone else being Wonder Woman. We also got some news on games. So th there's this new Batman game called Gotham Knights. So a lot of people thought it would take place in the Arkham universe, but it's not. So this game actually, what it is, is Bat... Um, not Batman, um, Robin, Nightwing, Red Hood and Batgirl are playable characters in this game but Batman is nowhere to be seen, he's apparently dead and it's up to you as one of these four characters to actually try and save Gotham from, well, the crime that's going on but in the shadows there is a court, the Court of Owls so for those who don't know who the Court of Owls is, it's basically, it's like the Illuminati. That's the easiest way to put it. It's the Illuminati S organization of the DC Universe. And the actual comic itself, the the League of, not, um, the Court of Owls, I was going to say League of Shadows then. The Court of Owls story in the comics is actually really good. So this is going to be actually nice to see them in the games. But they're not really a part of the Arkham universe. So this isn't really a part of um, Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, Arkham Knight. None of those games. This isn't a part of any of those. This is its own separate entity. To be fair, the gameplay is meh. I don't really like what the gameplay looks like. It looks a little bit clunky. That's probably because it's still um, being developed right now. It's not going to come out until 2021. So... We also got news of the new Batman film that's coming out in 2021 as well with Robert Pattinson as Bruce Wayne slash Batman and the main villain of that film is apparently going to be Riddler. Like at the start I thought it was going to be Hush but no it's going to be Riddler. To be honest I wish they would do Hush but it's nice to see Riddler being done up now in this new style. Like, the last time we saw Riddler was the Jim Carrey version, and that was very ridiculous. So it's nice to see Riddler actually being taken seriously now. I have to say, Robert Pattinson as Batman is actually surprising. Uh, now, the casting for this happened a long time ago. Everyone knew who was going to be playing Batman in this film, but no one knew how exactly his acting would be like as his character. It's like... The same with Heath Ledger as the Joker. 
no one knew how that was going to turn out, and everyone loved it. I have to say, Robert Pattinson as Batman definitely, definitely seems more like a, a gritty version of Batman, not like Ben Affleck's one, but definitely more of a, it's definitely gritty, for a fact. It's a more youthful version of Ben Affleck, it seems. One thing that I don't like is that the bat symbol is actually made from a gun. And I don't like that. It looks cool, but it kind of gives it away who it is. I do like how it it is similar looking to the original Batman first appearance logo. That's nice. The, uh, the suit is definitely more padded, so he's definitely being more cautious with the way he fights and obviously he's wanting himself to be well protected unlike Ben Affleck's one who doesn't really have that much protection. I don't like the way the gauntlets look. I don't like that at all. It looks really weird to me. Having a collar on the bat suit isn't really a problem. There's multiple versions of the bat suit that have collars so that doesn't really bother me. A leather mask doesn't really bother me. I actually quite like it, but I do wish they went more with the dark grey and dark blue colour scheme instead of the old black one, like they do for every other version of Batman, except the Adam West one, that's the only one that used that colour scheme. The Jim Gordon that is actually in the sh the movie, I, I think it's Jim Gordon, it might not be, but he's black. So I don't know whether or not, it does look better, he does look better. I have to say, a gym, a black Jim Gordon does look good. It's not really something that I've seen before though. Like I said, I don't really know for a fact that it is him, but it seems to be him. But if it isn't him, then oh well. But if it is him, that's good. Because a black Jim Gordon does actually look better than the, the stereotypical ginger one that we've been having for years. A black Batgirl would actually make a better ninja than Batman, who is white. So she'll definitely have that element of stealth better than Batman. In other news, other than the Batman stuff, um, DZ has shown The Rock as Black Adam. So that's actually pretty nice to see. We know that The Rock was playing him for years, but this is finally we get to actually see what he would look like. And that's great. It looks amazing. If you go onto The Rock's social media accounts, you actually see him promoting it and everything. And it looks amazing as hell. For those who don't know who Black Adam is, Black Adam is a villain of Shazam. So you'll eventually see Shazam and Black Adam in a movie together eventually. Hopefully soon. So fingers crossed. DC has also shown some new animated movies. So the new animated movie is Superman Man of Tomorrow, which is following Superman in his very early years. Him being a coffee boy at the Daily Globe. And everything so you're gonna eventually see the relationship between Lois and Clark develop in that movie as well you also have Martian Manhunter in that film so he's going to be that person that is going to be relating to Superman it's someone that Superman can relate to because they're both aliens and obviously Clark grown up seeing these alien movies and how they were portrayed so the xenoph I think they're gonna tackle more on the xenophobia aspects so that's going to be great to see because the character of Superman was actually 
by Jewish people who came to America. So them not really utilizing the whole racial and xenophobia aspects that they faced into the Superman stories, I think was a, re a downfall. That's why someone like Spider-Man is so much better because of the relatability. That's why the X-Men is so much better because of relatability. So relating, making Superman relatable is something that could be a great aspect now. Having him be relatable in the aspects of xenophobia that he would face, I definitely love to see that. I can't wait to see this film. It definitely looks good. I like the art style too. You do ha have Batman in the film, although it's just pictures. He's not directly in the film. It is established though that he is in that universe. That was a drop for today. Convo Drop is on Twitter for you to follow at Convo Drop C O N V O D R O P. You can listen to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Castbox, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Spotify. And not to mention Anchor. Production for this podcast is done through Anchor, which is the easiest way to make a podcast with just your phone. Now that's all for today, and I hope you liked today's episode, and I'll see you in the next one. Peace.